Hey, I'm Kevin. Hey, I'm Johnny Yee. Tune into our radio show, Philly Rock Live. We play the classic hard rock and metal from the 70s and 80s. We grew up on. We play the new music those same bands are making today. And we play new music from around the world. Not to mention the great bands from our own local scene. You will not hear a mix of music like this anywhere else. If it kicks ass, we, we play it. Philly Rock Live. Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. Philly time. On phillyrockradio.com. Listen online with your mobile device or even your smart speaker. And now, and now, it's time for another edition of the Sports and Metal Podcast. We talk hard-hitting sports and bone-crunching metal. Sports and Metal, because sports and metal go better together. Now here's your host, Jason Voorhees, and Aaron Savage. Oh yeah! Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Sports and Metal Podcast. This is Aaron Savage, your host tonight. Uh, my partner in crime, Jason Voorhees, couldn't make it. He had a prior engagement, so I'm here to rock a show solo with you. Uh, before we get started, I want to give a shout-out to our number one sponsor, La Terrain Watches. Make sure you visit their website. That's www.laterrain.com. That's www.la-t-o-u-r-a-i-n-e.com. Make sure you use our promo code SNM. That's the letters SNM, as in sports and metal, and you're going to save 10% off your purchase. Again, promo code SNM. You're going to save 10% off your purchase, and make sure you tell them sports and metal sent you. Uh, so without further ado, let's get started. Uh, we have a very special guest tonight. Um, a couple of good friends of the show from a, a great band called Loungefly out of my home state of New Jersey. They are the premier Stone Temple Pilots tribute band, um, and they're going to be out here to talk about their show tomorrow night at the Landis Theater in Vineland, New Jersey, uh, as part of 90s Rock Fest, which they've been touring all over the east eastern seaboard uh, with um, another great tribute band, Best of Foo, which is a premier Foo Fighters tribute band. And I think on the bill tomorrow night is Remedy, I believe they're called. They're a premier count, um, Black Crows, I must say Counting Crows, Black Crows tribute band. So we're going to have them out in just a little bit. Uh, but before we do, I just wanted to get into a couple things here. Um, obviously, football season has started, so I'll, I'll come in a little bit and talk a little bit of the NFL with you guys for a minute. Not much. I just want to give a couple of takeaways I have from week one. Um, I'm a Dolphins fan, so I'm excited the Dolphins beat the Patriots. Uh, my biggest takeaway is that I don't know what the takeaway is. <laughs> are the Patriots just not good or are the Dolphins that good? Their defense looks great. It was solid last year. Um, Tua's got all the weapons. Um, I expect he's going to have a big year, but I was a little bit disappointed with some of the mistakes he made in the second half of that game. Uh, it, it, they really dominated the game. It should have been a bigger differential in the score than it was. I think it was 20 to seven, but they kind of stopped scoring in the second half. So my biggest takeaway is, I don't know what the takeaway is there. Uh, Jay's a huge Eagles fan. The offense looked great. Uh, AJ Brown represented in his first game as an Eagle. Um, Devontae Smith, where was he? He was absent. Is that a sign of things to come? We'll see. Um, Jalen Hurts looked good. But the defense, man, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. So I guess my biggest takeaway is going to be from the NFC East. Uh, the Cowboys lost Dak for a good period. He's got that broken thumb. Um, that's huge. 
Uh, the Eagles, I think a lot of people were everybody's favorite if it wasn't the Cowboys. So the Cowboys have taken a big step backwards here. And the Eagles defense didn't look that great. And a team to me that became a dark horse that I thought had no shot. And believe me, I hate this team. Uh, I hate the Giants. So don't act like I'm rooting for the Giants. I can't stand them. But my biggest takeaway is, are they going to be here? You know, the Giants could come up, I think, and maybe win the NFC East if things hold as they may. Because the reason I say that, I don't think anybody expected to see that version of Saquon Barkley that we saw. He looked like the Saquon Barkley from when he was a rookie. He looks like a guy that can have 15 rush, 100 rushing yards, you know, 800 receiving yards and double-digit touchdowns. And if that happens, the Giants are going to be a force to be reckoned with, especially I thought Brian Daybold showed a lot of balls as a head coach that we haven't seen in a while um, with that, you know, going for it on fourth down. I mean, blah, 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 sorry, going for the two-point conversion when they could have tied it with a minute left going for the win. I mean, they still could have lost the game because obviously Tennessee drove back down and they got the gift of the missed field goal. But just to be in that position was shocking. I, Tennessee was the number one seed last year in the AFC. So that's my uh, NFL week one takeaway. Um, NL East race is uh, something else we should get into here. Uh, I'm a Mets fan. Jay's a Phillies fan. You know, I, I called the episode tonight unglued. Me and Jay were talking about what to call the episode. We called it unglued because it's a Stone Temple Pilots song. Um, and a lot of Mets fans were coming unglued this last week. So I figured it'd be a good double entendre, uh, with the Braves coming up and at one point getting that half game lead. It's been back and forth now the last week. Um, look, I'm a Mets fan. The Mets haven't lost more than three games in a row this entire season. So a lot of Mets fans are ready to jump off the bridge, calm down, take a step back. The Braves are just playing lights out baseball. Give all the credit in the world to the Braves. And I'll tell you this, I'm rooting hard for the Phillies tonight and all this weekend. <laughs> Let's go, Phillies. Take these Braves out. But the Phillies, I mean, they're they're another team. Unbelievable. The, the, you know, they're like 18 games over 500 now. So they're playing great baseball. The NL East is exciting right now. Um, it's going to come down to the Mets and Braves. It's going to come down to the last day, I think. But the Phillies are going to be in the playoffs. So it's going to be exciting. I know me and Jay are pumped about that. And another big thing for Major League Baseball this past week, we have to get into it. Albert Pujols passed Alex Rodriguez for fourth all-time on the all-time home run list, I think with 696. So he's almost got 700 home runs. Um, I think we all saw that coming. You know, Pujols has been in the league a long time. I, I think people forget how great Albert Pujols was. Um, the guy was the best player in baseball for a good 10 years. Um it's been so long since he was that great when he was in St. Louis. I think a lot of the younger fans have forgotten just how good Albert Pujols was. I mean, he had solid years with the Angels, but not like with the Cardinals. With the Cardinals, I mean, he was like Stan Musial meets Joe DiMaggio meets Ted Williams. I mean, the guy in 500, 600 at-bats would strike out 50 times, which is unheard of in today's game where everybody strikes out so much. You know, 40 home runs, you know, like clockwork, 130-yard guy like clockwork, 100 runs would still steal 10, 15 bags and hit 330. The guy's career average after the first 10 years of his career, I think was approaching 330, which is insane. That's like Tony Gwynn, Wade Boggs level with power. So, I mean, obviously the average came down over the last 10 years since those dominant years in St. Louis, but he was still a solid player. You know, you, to put it all together, it's like here he is. He, he's a guy that if he played a couple more years. He, I, he, you know, he has a shot to get up there with Hank Aaron. Um, and a lot of people think that that's still the real home run record because, you know, obviously the steroid stuff with Barry Bonds. And that brings me to the guy I'm going to mention, Alex Rodriguez. 
dude, how Alex Rodriguez with the ego that this guy has, don't you think it pains him that MLB didn't invite him to the ballpark to be there when Albert Pujols um, surpassed him on the all-time home run list? Because A-Rod was four with 695, I think, and Pujols just passed him. And A-Rod just was tweeting, tweeting, you know, let's go, Albert, congrats, Albert, blah, blah, blah. The guy is a narcissist. And it's like, you know it must pain him that his reputation has been so tainted that such a pre prestigious and prodigious record being broken that he was the holder of, and he's not even invited to partake in the uh, ceremonies or whatever you want to call it. The excitement, whatever. He's not even, nowhere to be found. And then that gives us to my next guy, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is having a historic season. I hate the Yankees, but let's you know call a spade a spade. He is. I, and that's another thing. Like a lot of people still consider the single season home run record to be the 61 that Roger Maris hit. Because again, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, all the steroid stuff. So Aaron Judge has is a guy that could, in many people's eyes, have the real single season home run record if he passes Maris. But what he already did do is set the Yankees right-handed hitter home run record. And again, who did he pass? Alex Rodriguez. And all the years A-Rod spent with the Yankees. They won a World Series when he was there. But all the nonsense that they also put up with when he was there. You, you, you would think that the Yankees would have Alex Rodriguez present, you know, in the games leading up to Aaron Judge potentially breaking his all-time right-handed home run record. We're talking the Yankees, right? The most prodigious franchise in, in sports history. The most recognized franchise in all of sports. The most valuable franchise in all of sports. And Alex Rodriguez, it must kill him that the Yankees don't bring him in or didn't bring him in to partake in Aaron Judge's accomplishments and, you know, pass the torch. So just wanted to get into that a little bit. I mean, congrats to Aaron Judge and Albert Pujols. I mean, I'd be remiss. This is sports and metal, so we're sports fans. You can't not recognize what Albert Pujols did and what Aaron Judge is doing this season, and let's see where it goes. So that being said, the guys are backstage. Um I have Brian and Ira here from Loungefly. They're ready to come out. Before I bring them out, I want to play a little something for you guys. I know we they're friends of the show. They've been on here a couple of times. We always love having them. So we're having them back. We love them. But before, And I know I've played this video on the show before, but for those that haven't seen it and for those that might be considering going to 90s Rock Fest tomorrow night, I want to give you guys a little sample of what you guys are going to be in for. Because if you love Stone Temple Pilots, these guys are the guys to see. You're going to think you are seeing Stone Temple Pilots. Let's take a look.
Hey guys, welcome to the show. Hey, those guys are good. <laughs> they are fucking awesome. <laughs> Kick ass. Anyway, we got Brian here, the, the singer from Loungefly. We have Ira, the drummer. Um, what's going on, guys? Give me, tell me a little bit. What's going? Tell me about um, what you guys have been up to. Tell us a little bit about '90s Rock Fest. What the fans can can expect. Um, and I know you guys had a little promo tonight. You wanted to do a little giveaway, so just you know, fill us in. What's going on? Sure. Bri, you, me? Go go for it. Okay. By the way, dude, like always always good to see you. You as well, always. We, we love we having you on. Oh, and Jay, by the way, is very sorry he couldn't make it. I know. That's right. We'll, we'll, he we'll actually find commented here. Lacker. Tell the guys sorry I missed uh, the show, but I'm there in spirit. <laughs> no doubt. So, so thanks for having us as always. 90s Rock Fest is at the Landis. Theater in Vineland, New Jersey, tomorrow night. Uh, three awesome bands. We always try to kind of mix it up a little bit and do something different. Uh, so you want to come and see the show. So, uh, you know, it's always uh, best of Foo. They do Foo Fighters, and it's us uh, and our SDP thing. Uh, tomorrow night, we're also being joined by an awesome uh, band called Remedy. And Remedy does uh, Black Crows. So you think about all that music that was going on right around 1992-94. That's happening uh, tomorrow at the Landis Theater. That's in Vineland. And if you've never been to the Landis, uh, it's an awesome thing. It's like it's like a concert, man. You know, it's um, and they get and they're they actually even upgraded their amazing sound system, so it's even better. And the light show is insane. Um, and so um, it's going to be an awesome show. And to keep it even more interesting, we're calling it the anniversary show because there's a bunch of anniversaries um, this year and actually this month. Um, this month is the 30th anniversary of STP's first album, Core. So we're playing that from front to back like you're listening to the record. And then we're going to throw a couple hits in that you love just at the end. Best of Foo is doing um, 25th anniversary of Color in the Shape and the 20th anniversary of One by One. They're playing all the hits off of those and then some other stuff. And then uh, the night is being opened by a really special acoustic set by uh, Remedy, uh, super vibey. And if you've never heard this guy, Nick, sing from Remedy, you think you're listening to Chris Robinson. It's actually insane. And Chris Robinson's one of my favorite singers of all time. So when I first heard this guy, it freaked me out. I was, I was getting goosebumps. I actually am. Who am I kidding? I'm still getting goosebumps. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and so it's, a, it's this really special, cool show. And... Um, yeah, we just can't wait to get there and do it again. That's awesome. I didn't know Remedy was doing an acoustic set. That's they really are. Cool. Yeah, they're doing a lot of. They're they're really doing something special, and of course, they're um, going to pay uh, homage to uh, to the first record. But they're playing a lot, playing a lot of different stuff, and uh, there's going to be uh, you know it's electrified, of course, so it's going to be big and loud, but it's acoustic, and uh, you're, it's even going to showcase more how great their vocalist is because the dude's crazy how good he is. That's awesome. It, Jealous again, the, the acoustic version. Yeah. Is actually one of my all time favorite tunes. I mean, I like Jealous again, period, but I love the acoustic version. So that's definitely something to look forward to. Have Absolutely. you ever heard? Have you ever heard them? I have not heard Remedy. I've heard you guys in Best of Foo. So, well, listen, I mean, this guy is, again, the whole band's great, but, uh, you know, to me, I love vocals, right? And, uh, and so, uh, when I hear, that's what I love about all three of these bands, as a matter of fact. And, uh, it's just that like the vocals are so authentic. They're so spot on from the dudes, you know, and it, and it's funny, Brian and I talk about this all the time. We talk about how every show 
we want to do we want to sound more like stp right and so i listened to that demo that that you just played of us and what's weird about it is this band's only been together about 15 months right so um we we are still continuing to hone our our thing and get better and better i listened to brian and then i think of brian over the like the last six months and um it's crazy he on purpose changed his voice um to even sound more like wyland so he's got this raspier thing going on with that same it's it's insane when I go, holy crap, that dude's, that's the same guy. And he's like 100 times better than he was when he was great then, you know? So it's Thanks, it's man. awesome. I love it. That's awesome. I was actually going to say, Brian, you're really channeling Scott there with the shades, the tea, the outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Things are good, my man. We've been working hard. No drugs. Always. No drugs. Always. That's awesome. I know that I know we've talked about this a little bit on the show in the past, but for those that don't know or maybe just watching for the first time or learning about you guys for the first time, why don't you just once again just tell us a little bit about how you guys started the band? And then I I'd love to hear again how you guys put together 90s Rock Fest, which I think is like probably one of the coolest things going right now. Thanks. Yeah. Tell us how you guys uh, got it going. Like all right, listen, that? he's a, he's he's one of those He's one of those quiet lead singers. I guess I'll, 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 I'll go. So <laughs> That's what I'm Brian, saying. He's channeling Wyland right now. It's so totally Brian and I, so like I said, the band's only 15 months old, but the, really the band's more like three years old. But what happened was, is we had an original lineup that Brian and I put together. Uh, we weren't satisfied. We made some changes uh, in that lineup. But then there was also the pandemic. Everything shut down for about, um, you know, for about a year. Um, but what we did is that we, in that time, in that year, we found... Uh, the bass player that we have, Rich, um, and then we found Scott, who's been in the band around 15 months, like I said. So this band is that. It's about 15, 16 months old, uh, and it grew out of a 90s cover band that Brian and I were in that we were like, hey, this is kind of fun, but like we want to kind of we want to take it to the next level and 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 be more challenged and and go for like channeling our favorite 90s band and being great at it and that's why like we pick it apart we pull it back together and we go oh that should have been here that should have been there and if and so if we thought it was good before well that's not good enough we need to get it better and that's how the band came together 90s rock fest um really um i'll, I'll tell you I, I i guess really kind of a bit of my brainchild where um i just um I just wanted to go back to the early nineties and go to a bunch of concerts, you know? And I'm like, how can we make that happen? Um, well, we just want to put something together that a bunch of people go, holy shit, that sounds great. Um, and we came across the guys in Best of Foo and immediately connected with them. We were just put together at some show in Delaware, like a, like a while ago and didn't even know each other. And we're like, Hey, you guys are cool. And yeah, you're cool. And you're good. And yeah, you're good. And so we, um, so we said, um, let's do this. And that's how it was born. And it's getting better and it's getting bigger. And and so the Foo Guys and us, we, we've been traveling all over the place. We've been going to Pittsburgh and Buffalo and, and Baltimore and all kinds of stuff. And when we're local and when the room and the venue calls for it, we add a great third band uh, like we're doing um, on October 15th. We're at Mickey's Black Box, which is an amazing venue. We, we, uh, we sold that out with 600 people in April, and we're going to be back there again in October. And this time, we're bringing an Alanis Morissette tribute band with us up there. So awesome. um, we're always trying to make it cool. We want you to go, holy shit, that's what's going on. I'm going because it sounds like a blast. 
and I, I I'll say it again. It's it's become a trend where a lot of times seeing the tribute bands is better than seeing the original bands. Obviously, we we can't see the original STP. Unfortunately, Scott's not with us anymore. But even in other examples, you're just seeing so many of these tribute bands that just sound better than the originals. Foo Fighters still sound great, but best of Foo, they sound as good as the Foo Fighters. I mean, so I mean, you guys sound like STP. The, the bottom line is this: anybody that goes to the show is in for a real treat. It's Thank and, you. dude, obviously, I don't think this ever did happen. I don't think I don't think there was ever a bill that had the Black Crows, Foo Fighters, and SDP. So it's like this is a first of its kind. Uh, Aaron, and again, you're seeing an authentic for 20, show. It's twenty five dollars for twenty five dollars. Yeah, you could still show up tomorrow. There's still some decent seats. There's some good seats, not a lot, but you know. And then I don't think Ira, you didn't even mention who's hosting. I was gonna get there, right? Yeah. So l- l- Brian. So, uh, Aaron, I know you know Steven Desco. And yes. um, so he is uh, our, our official Ozzy, right? Everybody knows him because, holy shit, it's Ozzy, right? Yep. And uh, But not only does he look like Ozzy and, uh, and you want to take a picture with him and, and, and get an autograph, uh, but if you've never seen The Land of Oz, those guys are insane. How they're another they? example. That's what I'm talking about. You're, you're like, better seeing Land of Oz than Ozzy right now. It's, yeah, they're insane. Uh, I, I blew me away. And and Steve's also a, a really good buddy of ours. So we work together to like get the word out. Hey, you're playing. We're playing, man. We're all in this together because the more people that want to see live music, the better. So Steve will be uh, emceeing our show tomorrow. And of course, uh, because he's like us and like to tell as many people as he can. He's also going to be talking about his show at the Landis uh, with the Land of Oz, which is October 1st at the Landis. But um, Steve's going to have some T-shirts to give away on stage and he's going to tell bad jokes because I don't think he gets good ones. And um, it's going to be just fun. It's going to be a blast. That's freaking awesome. Anyway, you guys, do you? I think you guys had mentioned you have a giveaway you wanted to talk about tonight. We do have a giveaway. Absolutely. So... Um, Aaron, you know, I don't know if you could have, do we have people on the line? Are there people there? There's people on here. There's people watching on YouTube. There's people watching on Twitter. Okay. Rock on. So um, what I'd love to do, right. Is I'd love to make sure now, listen, if you get it right, all you got to do is uh, go to, go to Facebook. Okay. Cause I'm going to give a trivia question. It's going to be for a lounge fly hoodie. Okay. Um, and our hoodies are, are awesome. They're, they're top quality. They're thick. Our logo is insane. You can see our logo. It's super cool. Um, and they're really cool. So if you're the first one, uh, Aaron, somebody could type in and, and, and give an answer to a question. Uh, they can, if they're, if they're on, if they're getting the thing on, on time or they could call uh, it, right? depends on where they're watching. So even if they don't put it on here now, how can they, how can they respond to get the answer if they don't get it during the live? So, well, I hope somebody's going to hopefully do it right now because I'm just going to do a pretty simple trivia question. So if they can call in or they can type in, and if they know the answer to this question first and they do it and they live in the 48 United States, um, uh, they're going to get a a really nice hoodie from us sent to the mail. Unless, of course, you're going to be at the show tomorrow, um, and then uh, we'll hand it to you uh, right there. So, okay, here's the age-old trivia question, uh, and that is this. So... Stone Temple Pilots had a different name before they were called Stone Temple Pilots. Um, and as a matter of fact, they had that name when they got signed. They changed it after they got signed. What was the band's name? 
All right, we're going to see if we get an answer for this. We'll give it a few minutes. We'll give it a little bit of time if any of the fans can come through here. You got it. And by the way, we're going to also have some T-shirts. Like I said, Steve's going to have some shirts on stage for not just us, but for Best of Foo. And they have some really cool T-shirts. They got all different colors and stuff like that. So they are uh, they got some really cool stuff. And um, a bunch of that will be kind of thrown off the stage during Steve's little parts, too. So Awesome. All right. While we're waiting to see if anybody has the answer, Brian, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on with you? Uh, not a whole lot. Just just doing these performances and, and uh, we're always working on our craft. We're always getting together and practicing. And, you know, with me personally, I'm just spending more time warming up before the shows and doing what I have to do to bring it. Now, I, I, now Ira was talking about how your voice has changed. Your, your, your vocal style has changed. Yeah. How, how did you do it? Like, like take me through the process a little bit. Um, I think it came from a few things, but you know, part of Ira's story that he didn't mention was when we were in the cover band, I was the bass player and, uh, and I sang back up and I sang some of the songs. I think when you become a lead singer, you have to really learn to trust your equipment and you have to learn how to, uh, all the techniques that come with singing. And I think, I think for me, it took some time to adjust and, and after I made those adjustments, things actually got a lot easier. And I, I just feel more comfortable belting things out and, and, uh, and creating more of a raspy sound. But that, that's become more natural, whereas in the beginning, it was something I had to kind of push myself. But at this point, with the amount of experience and the number of venues that we've played at, um, it's just gotten, it's gotten very easy. And of course, I have the greatest band with me on stage. And they, they make it easy and it's become fun. And uh, it, it's, you know, something about Scott Weiland's range is very similar to my own. And, and it's a, uh, it's pretty easy for me, for me to sound just like them. And, and that's what the crowd's going to get. That's awesome. On that note, uh, why don't you guys tell us what your plans are? Obviously you have the land show tomorrow night. I know you said you have the black box show coming up after that. How many shows do you guys have upcoming? Are you guys booking way out or what? Yeah, so we've got uh, uh, what do we got? We got uh, we got the Landis. Um, There's also I, October 16th in Col in Collingswood, or is that Haddonfield? No, we got it's neither of those, but we're gonna get oh. to, we're gonna get to the third. It's right in the middle. We're gonna it's uh, October 15th is at the is at Mickey's Black Box. October 16th, we've been asked to play uh, in the Haddon Township Music Festival, which is uh, a big festival. Actually, Brian and I both pretty much live in that town so uh never like literally played in the town that we live in and um there's uh, a, a bunch of bands and there's like tens of thousands of people so we've been asked to play um the the uh the kind of the, the prime spot in that one and we're looking forward to that then uh at this point we're off in november we're not sure if we uh if we want to put something on i don't think that we do um december 10th we're at a new venue called the Water Tower, and that's in uh, Oaks, PA. Uh, it's actually in, crazily, it's in like a family fun center, but inside of it, they have a 600 person club with a state of the art sound system that's like insane. Um, we're gonna be there December 10th. January, we're in Richmond. March, we're in Ohio. Um, and then we have a lot of stuff to fill in, and we're already booking next summer. We're in Rochester, 
in August. We're playing a big outdoor place in Rochester uh, in August, and we're going to fill in the gaps in between that. So um, that's awesome. Dude, Dude, we're having a blast, man. I'm so glad you guys are doing so well with this. It's it's really amazing. Because, I mean, we've been on this ride with you since the beginning, our show. And, and we're always so happy to have you on here. Um, yeah, thank you. You know, I have another question for you guys. Obviously, we're always talking about 90s rock and our influences and things like that. I really want to know, what are the, some of the newer bands you guys are into? Okay. Well, I'm old, so I don't even think these guys are new anymore. Tell me, <laughs> tell I me feel me. like that all the time. To me, new bands are sometimes 15, 20 years old. <laughs> well, I say that, and uh, I, I feel it. So, so if there's any newer bands that I like, I love uh, Tyler Bryant and The Shakedown. If, okay. If, um, if you, have you listened to them? I have not. Holy crap, man. Uh, and, and how do I know about them? I saw STP at the Met in December of 2019 and it was Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown. It was, um, what's that other really cool, uh, like just like gritty Southern Rocky, uh, um, I'll think about it, but STP was the headliner and they were the first of three bands and they kicked my ass and I went, I went and listened to them and they're great. I mean like great. Uh, I like Royal Blood, but I don't think they're new anymore either. Um, and then, um, I don't know, man. And then I default to Howard Stern when I'm in the car. <laughs> what about you, Brian? What's some of the newer music you're into now? You know what? I'm stuck on the 90s. I, I don't really listen to a lot of new stuff. I, You know, if you can believe it, I listen to core from front to back every day for the last three days in a row. Um, <laughs> I, I listen I to believe it. <laughs> my daughter's 11. I mean, I listen to what she listens to. We listen to Doja Cat. And, yeah, I was just going to say, but that tends to not lean rock and roll, I'm guessing. <laughs> no, not at all. So I, I, I would say I'm, I'm pretty stuck in my ways. And I, and I listen to a lot of uh, Foo Fighters and, and Alice in Chains. And, I do the same thing, man. Yeah, me, me too. Me too. I get exposed to stuff like Machine Gun Kelly, but I always defer back to the, to the good stuff. <laughs> I like that kid. I like that little dude, that cute kid that sings the corn song. Yeah. You know that song? It's corn. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I know that. Oh, you gotta look that up. It's all kid, over Aaron? Instagram and and uh, TikTok. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Aaron, look up the corn kid, man. It's insane. It's yeah, I'll check it out. It's very popular right now. I mean, the truth is, let's be honest. There's tons of great music that's coming out. There are great new bands, but it's just not in the mainstream. You know, yeah. you go to a live show. That's really how you're going to get exposed to new music. Ninety percent of the time. You know, dude. You know, you know what my birthday present is this year? What's that? I'm going to go see uh, Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction in October at uh, in Philly, man. I, I can't wait. Like, oh, that's freaking awesome. And it's man. the original lineup of Jane's, you know? Yeah. And yep. Uh, it's it's going to be insane. That's going to be awesome. That's it, man. That's a show for me. So, uh, Absolutely. Anyway, guys, we don't have any commenters with the correct answer here. Okay. Uh, so, do we, do we have any answers? I, we had a couple wrong answers, but <laughs> that being said, listen, where can anybody come in if they want to you know, DM you with the correct answer so they can win a prize? Just if you type into Facebook, yep, two words, lounge fly, it's two words, yep, tribute. If you go lounge fly tribute, it'll take you right to us. Please give us a like if you haven't already. Um, and then and then just message us. Tell us what the deal is uh, and what the answer to the question is. And, uh, and you got a hoodie. Awesome. So check them out, guys. Loungefly, 
They're on Facebook. Make sure you get to their show tomorrow night at the Landis Theater. That's Saturday, September 17th. The Landis Theater is in Vineland. I can tell you firsthand, it's an amazing, amazing venue. There's not a bad seat in the house. No matter where you sit, you're going to have a great view of the stage. The sound is amazing. I mean, it's it's a rock show. Bring your fucking earplugs. Rock out. You know what? Better yet, don't bring your fucking earplugs. <laughs> Walk out deaf because that's how a rock show is supposed to be. We're painting the we're we're pains in the asses with the sound men. You know, we uh, we get very involved in sound check, and we're always asking for the main to just be. Can you can you do one more on the main? A little louder. A little louder. So this one goes to eleven. This one goes, <laughs> and, you, and we ask for twelve. Can you can you put? Is there? Can you push that eleven? Like up more yep. so we want it to be loud and and awesome and and um we want it to feel like like you're at a concert for sure that's awesome anyway guys i want to thank you guys for, as always for coming on the show it's always a pleasure uh again make sure you check out uh lounge fly tomorrow at the landis theater make sure you check out some of their other shows check them out on social media brian ira it's always a pleasure to have you guys on Thanks, um man. Before Thanks, we go, I just want to once again thank our number one sponsor, La Terrain Watches. Uh, go to their website, www.laterrain.com. Use promo code SNM. That's the letters SNM as in sports and metal. And you're going to save 10% off your purchase. As sports always, and metal? Yep, Are you and, sure? What's that? Is that what that means? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think it does, right? At least on this show, that's what it means. Okay, I'm just asking. Ideas. I ask questions. That's it. <laughs> hey, hey, to each their own. To each their own. But, yeah, make sure you check out Lots of Rain Watches. Make sure you check out Sports and Metal, at Sports and Metal, on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all the socials. Um, and check out our website, www.sportsandmetal.com. Get all your fix on sports, all things sports, all things metal. Anyway, guys, uh, it's a pleasure always to have you guys on, and we'll Thanks. look forward to the next time. Uh, As we're always, seeing you guys, tomorrow. we're seeing on. you tomorrow, right? I'm. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to be there. I have a family That's... thing, but listen, listen. If I can get there, I will. But don't worry. I will. If I don't make tomorrow's show, I'll definitely be at the next one. But I'm trying to make tomorrow night. Come <laughs> on, man. Right. I'm trying. We're, I'm we're, trying. We miss you. That's all. I know. I miss you guys too. I love you guys. <laughs> all right, I love you too, anyway, man. guys, see ya. rock on. Always good to see you guys. And everybody check us out. All, all the social sports and metal. We missed you, Jay. Until next time, rock on. And that's our show. Tune in next time for more sports and metal. With Jason Voorhees and Aaron Savage. Oh, yeah. Got something to say? Hit us up at sportsandmetal0423 at yahoo.com or on Twitter at sportsandmetal.